want to make sure that everyone knows that all are welcome here. Pride isn't a place, it's a feeling of being proud. The pride flag represents being proud of who you are. We fly to show pride and support of our LGBTQ friends. Let's start with gay. Someone who's gay is attracted to people who are the same gender as them, like a man who's attracted to a man or a lady who's attracted to a lady. Her name is Britta Filter, and she is the Queen of New York! Yeah! Loving creator, holy one, and diva of the world. May your word shine upon us like glitter under the stage lights. May it pop like a death drop in a crowded, dingy basement. We confess that we have demanded too much from the earth. We confess to, to the sins of racism, sexism, homophobia, transphobia, ableism, fatphobia, American imperialism, and Christian supremacy. We confess that sometimes we forget that all life is connected. Okay, welcome. It is Saturday, 24 September in the year of our Lord, uh, 2022. For all those people who thought the 24th, of course, we're not through the day, but take a deep breath. You're in the war room. It's all going to be fine. Uh, we're live. We got an absolutely jam packed show today for the next two hours. And we're going to have a special after that from uh, Rome. We're going to have a panel. Uh, I'll be on with the Ben Harwell panel talking about tomorrow's historic vote uh, in uh, in Rome, where Giorgio Maloney right now is at least uh, predicted to become the, the new head of Rome, first woman in uh, modern history um, and uh, leader of one of the right-wing, great right-wing parties. We're going to get to all that. I want to start, though, on the road to Katy, Texas. We had Sharona on last night. Sharona Bishop joins us. Uh, Sharona, you've, you're off of your normal beat in, in getting an election integrity. And by the way, we're going to be going to Pennsylvania and Arizona talking about election integrity with a couple of warriors that are fighting for that. But you're in a route to Katy, Texas, because as hard as it is to even conceive this in the great state of Texas, in, down in Katy, with all these great folks, I think today at the first Christian church of Katy, Texas, there's going to be a drag queen performance uh, in a in a active Christian church. Can you tell us what's going on, ma'am? Well, I tell you, your video montage made me throw up in my mouth just a little bit. It's one thing when we have adults in burlesque clubs in the cover of darkness. Um, doing their things with with adults, but what we're seeing now is a movement to, to take over our churches, to bring what's always been a practice among gay men under the cover of darkness, obviously burlesque, obviously sexual in nature, and bring it into the light, normalize it, and then expose it to children. And that's what's happening in Katy, Texas today. The First Christian Church, which has an altar to the radical LBGTQIAS, you heard me right, they have an altar to the LBGTQIAS, 
they um, prey on children. They actually are um, inspired. Everything about their website, everything about what they're doing is focused on children on bringing children into their movement. And they're hosting a drag queen show tonight to raise money for what they call the transparent closet. What is this? It's a niche closet where people can buy higher end clothing to provide for children whose parents are not willing to go along with this gender ideology. This human secularism that's coming after our children and is, is trying to convince them to mutilate their bodies, convince them that God did not make them correctly as a male or a female. They're going behind the backs of parents to fund this program and provide clothing for these kids and all doing it under the name of Jesus Christ in the first Christian church. So there's a line in the sand that we've decided. It's been one thing. We've watched these male prostitute strippers come into our libraries. We've watched them go into our schools. And now they think they're going to permeate through our churches. And I understand fully that people are saying, well, this isn't a church. You know what, friends? They're using first Christian church as their stomping ground in Texas. And if you think it can happen where you're at, nobody in Katy, Texas even believed that this was going on. Law enforcement didn't know about it, even though they've been very vocal and very public about it. Um, they, they weren't aware and they have a really hard time believing that this is going on in their backyard. This is a very Christian conservative area. And uh, they had no idea that this kind of filth was growing in their backyard. So we're going to be there today with preachers and pastors and uh, grandmas and grandpas, moms and dads, standing up to say, you're not going to do this without public shaming, without public knowledge, and without the the, knowledge, the knowing that we know what they're doing. They're not going to be able to do this under the virtue of unity. And you're just homophobic and transphobic if you don't allow us to groom and sexualize your children. We know what's going on. We're going to make sure that we stand and take back this ground today. We're not going to let them have it. By the way, the original line in the sand, I believe, was from the great uh, then Republic of Texas at the Alamo. Uh, this is an escalation. There's been some incidents in Katy, Texas, I think. I think it was at a club. And I think then they had this Antifa situation with uh, the parents got into it outside of it looked like a store or a star. It wasn't a Starbucks, but some sort of coffee shop, I think, in, in Katy. So this is clearly an escalation. Correct me if I'm wrong. Antifa is putting out the word they're all over this. And here's the thing. As we said the other day, and we'll set you up, we're going to walk through math every day. We've got the great Joe Kent that's coming on in Washington 3. He's going to talk about his race, how he's starting to surge. We're getting ready to have an epic run of the tables here because the issue set is ours. Our people are enervated. The New York Times has a main editorial in the paper about the Precinct Strategy Project, calling us out by name, everybody. So they know they're losing. What they need to do is have incidences right now. This is clearly an escalation to be provocative. So how, uh, Sharona, uh, given the organizers, how are we going to make sure that Antifa and others don't try to trigger some reaction? Because I understand people are very hot about this, and they should be hot about this, but this is obviously a planned escalation to take it from, a, like you said, one of these clubs where they actually invited kids, I think, to a store where the children were invited to now actually do it in an active Christian church. How do you how do you avoid getting into a confrontation with Antifa who are there basically to pick a fight and have it on media? Well, absolutely. And I think um, there's only two sides. There's there's good and evil right now. And so we're not warring with these people. We're, we're warring with evil. You know, this is the start of the satanic high holy days. It's also the start of Rosh Hashanah. I mean, there's very much a spiritual battle going on here. And we're very aware of that. The ground has been prayed for. We have had people fasting over this effort today because we do recognize that. They're, they're waiting for the opportunity to just, um, you know, right-wing triggered people are violent. That's not the case at all, and it's not going to happen today. 
We've been praying. We've been fasting. We take this very seriously that this is a spiritual battle. We're not wrestling with flesh and blood here. We're literally wrestling with demonic strongholds, and they want Katie, Texas. This effort is happening all over America. They're targeting on purpose rural communities that notoriously have been God, guns, and country. They want this ground, and we're not going to let them have it, but we can't take it by physical force. We're taking it by spiritual domination. We really are going to have the presence of the real living God on this site today, standing in the gap for these children. And I really pray that the hearts of the parents who are about to walk these kids in will be converted, that they will stop. They will consider what they're about to do to their children, and they will have a turn about a true repentance uh, on the path that they've been on. You showed the videos of what they're doing. This is the abomination of desolation happening right in our town, uh, in our time. And we're seeing it firsthand. They're not hiding it. They're not shameful about it. And and that that's why we're here. We want to make sure they know we know what they're doing. We know what they're up to. But this ground has been covered. It has been prayed over. And we're not going to allow them to trip us up in the flesh. No way. Uh, how do people find out about the uh, about the protests, about the rally? And then what's your social media so people can follow you today? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you can check out all of the information on America's Mom on Facebook. Just jump on there. The, all of the flyers are up. We're going to be meeting at 3 o'clock to start prayer and worship until 4.30. Um, the Hispanic Action Network and pastoral staff are going to be out there praying and just worshiping because we're committing this back to the Lord. We're not going to allow the darkness to overcome. We're just not going to have it. There's going to be incredible speakers throughout the rest of the time sharing their their stories of what this transgender um, ideology, this religion has done to them and their families and and reason with people, right? Come together, let's reason together about what's happening here and why we can't allow it to go on. And um, we're hopeful that the media will be out there to shine a light on this. Also, drag has never been for children and it certainly isn't for those who profess the name of Christ. And then to bring it into your churches is an absolute abomination. And I just hope people will have the eyes and uh, the ears to hear this, the eyes to see and the heart to to be transformed. To be, uh, to be reformed. Uh, Sharona, thank you very much. We're going to try to check in with you before the end of the show, but thank you very much uh, heading to Katy, Texas to help organize this. Uh, Sharona Bishop, thank you. Thank you, Steve. Appreciate it. I uh, want to go now to Elaine Beck, uh, who is founder and CEO of Proverbs Media Group. She's got a show at one o'clock uh, every week on uh, Salem Radio, the broad, great guys over at Salem, the broadcasting uh, Elaine, this is kind of why you set up Pro uh, Proverbs Media. Give us your assessment of, is this a spiritual war that's going on in Katy, Texas? Absolutely. I mean, I just love, I want to first thank Sharona and that group for all that they're doing. Fighting back is what we have to do. This is what's important right now. Um, obviously, throughout our country, in so many ways, What's happening is we are being attacked by the devil. I mean, he is out there. He's, he's testing us in every possible way. And we have to understand that there's only one way to fight back. And that's with Jesus Christ in the right way, knowing his word, loving him, looking to him, praying to him, serving him every day. And the only way that we can serve him in a fight like this is to um, stay close to him, help others, do anything that you can to be involved like Sharona and all of these other people are being involved, getting out there and and standing up for Christ. So what would you, they're clearly trying to escalate this. This is why Antifa, remember Antifa is not, uh, obviously uh, they're not, uh, they're anti-Christian, 
but they're not really pro-religion no. on any side. They're 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 a political force of political. They're like brown shirts. They're there to instigate right. it, particularly among the dads. What would be your advice to folks in Katy today? Because they want a big incident to happen, something violent uh, that they then can play on CNN and MSNBC to scare, try to scare away the suburban moms that you've got these uh, insur- these Christian nationalist insurrectionists, domestic terrorists are there scaring children. So what would be your recommendation? My recommendation is stand firm in the Lord. You know, if you're going to be there, remember that the only thing that you can do is stand firm in him, pray constantly, uh, avoid any temptation to do anything other than be respectful and stand back, stand firm, talk to the the people that are open, uh, don't try and get in the midst of Antifa, they're evil. I mean, I'm sure they're geared up and ready. Look at what's happened in the past. They've gone to all of these different things where supposedly nothing bad was happening, but they've got bats dropped off. They've got all kinds of instruments of evil to turn and try and 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 do things. They're going to get in their your face. Don't let that get to you. Understand you are more powerful. You have Jesus in you. You have the almighty God watching over you and being strong for you. You don't have to be tempted into this. Stay strong because that's what it's going to take. If you give in to one thing, it's just going to escalate. Look what happened on January 6th in Washington, D.C. They took an instance where it was God-fearing people standing up for what they believed in, and they infiltrated it and have turned it into a a horrible situation for thousands, if not millions of people in this country being affected by what has happened. We can't let that happen here or anywhere else. We have to understand that right now what they're trying to do is cause conflict anywhere they can. Elaine, we got about 30 seconds. How do people get to your radio show and how do they get to Proverbs Media Group? Well, Proverbs Media Group, you can go to ProverbsMediaGroup.com, scroll down the page, come to listen now. You can hear any of my shows. I'm on 960 AM, The Patriot, out of Phoenix, Arizona. Uh, if you want to listen to it live on one o'clock on Saturday, and if not, please uh, just go to my site and listen in and find out that you'll find a place there where we're talking about the good things that are happening and what we can do to be strong and stand together. Elaine Beck, you're fighting the good fight, ma'am. Thank you very much Thank for joining you. us in the war room. We're going to stay in Arizona. Mark Fincham next, then Pennsylvania for election integrity. Raffensperger didn't bend to the bully. But what this did is it showed Trump followers just how important this role is of Secretary of State. In most states, this is the person who certifies the final election results. So after this night, you have all of these election deniers starting to run for Secretary of State. I'm Wes Allen, and I've spent years fighting liberal attempts to change our elections. Chuck Gray. Wyoming's proven conservative champion cracking down on election cheats. They're, you know, for low-level technical roles, you know, but suddenly after all the attention on how Team Trump attempted to kind of bully secretaries of state into helping them overthrow the 2020 race, these races are suddenly drawing a lot of notice and tons of campaign cash. One such candidate is this guy, Jim Marchant of Nevada. 
which is a swing state. In 2020, Marchant also lost an election for Nevada state legislature. I was a victim of voter fraud. I ran for Congress here in Nevada and I won election day. I won early voting. Only after two weeks of fraudulent mail-in ballots did I lose. Feeling like the whole system was rigged against him and his party, Six months later, Jim Marchant is running to be Nevada Secretary of State. Jim will fight against voter fraud with voter ID, paper ballots, and full election audits. Jim is a winner. Oh, and he actually won the Republican primary. Marchant has said that he would not have certified the 2020 election result. Marchant ran on this platform, obsessing over election integrity. People of Nevada have not elected anybody since 2006. They've been installed by the deep state cabal. Your vote hasn't counted for decades. You haven't elected anybody. The people that are in office have been selected. So how much power does this guy actually have to affect election results? Plenty. As the state's top election official, Nevada's secretary of state kind of helps set how elections are conducted and is responsible for investigating voting fraud claims. Marchant is just one of dozens of election deniers all around the country running for top state offices that oversee elections. And while some will lose their primary race and never get elected, many are winning in the primaries. Like in Arizona, a very important swing state where Biden barely won. And now, where you have election deniers who have won the GOP primary for all three of the state's top offices that oversee elections. This adds to an already growing trend of Republicans winning Secretary of State races around the country. As your Secretary of State, I will continually work to protect the sanctity of our elections. Okay, so now imagine the scenario where it's not just one random election denier in rural New Mexico, but election deniers just like him all over the country in key counties and states at every level of the state certifying process. Like imagine if the Secretary of State of New Mexico hadn't been a Democrat, but a pro-Trump Republican who indulged this guy's gut feeling about the voting machine. Oh, and now pair that with the precinct strategy that we talked about. And instead of one guy's gut feeling and intuition, it's now an army of election workers and election monitors who actually have been documenting and reporting a bunch of perceived instances of voter fraud. Their fleet of lawyers cataloging their affidavits, their reports, all in a growing body of evidence. And suddenly the entire system has been infiltrated. And a perfectly free and fair election could be called into question because this system that was never built to withstand the stress of aggressive partisan bad actors has been taken over with people bent on revenge, placed strategically at every level, all with a mission to re-rig the system and avenge what they believe was stolen from them. Not work as personified by this. It's a scam. Okay, we're taking it over village by village. That's the New York Times and really a great documentary, about 30 minutes about our efforts uh, to uh, really have civic involvement. They have an editorial in, the, I think it was yesterday's New York Times, that will get to everybody that, that calls out the precinct strategy, calls out the war room posse, calls out yours truly, your humble servant here by name, along with, you know, Marchand and, and Fincham and all of it. Uh, but they do say it's our, they do say they, they appreciate and respect our civic engagement and getting people involved. What they hate is they say we're doing it on the toxic lie of misinformation about the stolen election. Uh, whatever, we're doing this and we are going to be involved and essentially be engaged at every level. And we're taking this back over village by village. I want to go to Mark Fincham, 
Uh, Mark, uh, the MSNBC's had something, a debate that you, you, you got jumped on. I see the polling. Trafalgar's got you up five. OH Predictive has got you up seven. And OH Predictive uh, has Blake Masters down. So this is not some gun deck poll. You know you have to run through the tape. We need everybody involved. Nothing could be more important in Arizona and the Secretary of State. Uh, where does it stand right now? Why is, why is MSNBC saying you're, you lost this debate or you got confused in this debate, uh, sir? Well, first of all, let me correct you. It's um, Trafalgar has us up seven. OH Predictive has us by five. And they're yep. the ones that I think are calling Blake uh, at two down. Um, yep. We're in full Chernobyl meltdown. These guys are so wigging out that they had to have three people on the stage to go against me. So the Arizona Clean Elections Forum, Clean Elections Commission, has always been known for a left-leaning bent. Um, one of the things that they did this time is they didn't have an audience, which they're, the distraction of the usual Democrats that are in the audience disrupting things wasn't there. But you, you had two alleged moderators, one from Arizona Central, one from PBS, and a flawed candidate, all three of them coming at me. And it, it, quite frankly, the, the feedback that I'm getting from everyone is that we crushed it. We challenged okay. Adrian Montez on his record. We challenged him on his behaviors. In fact, we even used Lori Roberts' own words, calling him basically an incompetent. And Abe Kwok, back in uh, 2018, reciting the fact that he got the boot from the voter. So why would you give this guy a promotion? That's what they're wigging out about. And they're trying to spin this that somehow it was a loss. We crushed it. Tell us about the campaign. Walk us through where you're going to be. What are you going to do? This is all, you know, the debate's over. This is about, I mean, even the debate of you yeah. for free and fair elections with only people who are actually American citizens, right, and registered to vote, not the nonsense that's been going on, how they stole it in Maricopa County because they did steal it. Um, how are you doing? How can people get involved and engaged? So I'm getting worn down. I mean, it's, it's, it's a, a statewide election is a grueling campaign. Uh, that's why I'm going to try and take some of the time off today, but... We have a, we've got events scheduled for every single day, someplace in the state. Today we'll be in Ahwatukee, opening up the victory office for the Republican Party, recruiting even more PCs, um, getting people pumped up. I will tell you, Steve, everywhere I'm going, people are excited. They're engaged. They are looking for redress of their grievances. Now, what I find really interesting, they keep using this election denier thing and, and making the claim that Fincham is, and Marchant and Caroma are going to change election law. I had to remind uh, Mr. Fontes, hey, the Secretary of State doesn't make up law like you tried to do as the reporter. You actually, you just follow the law as it's written by the legislature. Yeah. Changing the law is their job. And that's a message that I think is really beginning to resonate with people. That secretaries of state can't change anything. They just have to enforce the law. That, my friend, is what they are terrified of. This is, because this is, what, not this is what, look, the Democrats understand if they can't cheat, they can't. Why are they freaking out? Why is the New York Times doing editorials? Why are they doing a 30-minute highly produced video on exactly the, te the, the, the techniques we're doing in these seminars and how we're building this Army of the Awakened? Why are they freaked out? The New York Times more than anybody understands, and Mark Elias understands, if they can't cheat, they can't win. And they That's understand they're not going to be winning anymore because we're going to have Jim Marchant and Christine Caramo and Mark Fincham and people in the counting room around the green table. 
checking every illegal, illegitimate ballot you got coming in like you've been doing. The games are over. We don't care how much you whine, how much you cry, anything. Fincher? Think about the propaganda machine that worked here. So they've got um, Fontes and a bunch of other clowns on the cover of Time magazine. I'd remind you that's the same Time magazine that had Adolf Hitler on the cover. Um, they're, apparently, they didn't read Molly Ball's article about how they right. so-called preserved democracy. They came right out and bragged about how they cheated, about yes. how they big labor, yes. big government, and big business all together to alter the course of history. That should scare the hell out of everyone. And that's one of the reasons I'm running. That's one of the reasons why they are now terrified because we actually read the article yeah. and learned from it. It's 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 one of the reasons you're winning. Independents yeah. and Democrats want free and fair elections. How do people find out more about your cam campaign, Fincham? Well, they can go to votefincham.com. That's D-O-T-E-F-I-N-C-H-E, like Edward Kim, like .com. Um, they can click on the news tab. Every interview I've ever done with you is up there. We've even the radio interviews we've gotten put up there. They can also click on the donate tab. We need to have cash. Um, we're about three hundred thousand dollars short of where we want to be right now. We got to start running ads here in about ten days. So it's all hands on deck. All hands on deck. Okay, I, I understand you're tired. Consider this the official war room pat on the head. You feeling better? You got a pat you on the head. You feeling better? Okay. Now we put send you back out to fight. Thank Mark, you. Mark Fincham. Mark Fincham from Arizona. Love you, brother. All right. Um, big news out of uh, Pennsylvania. It's kind of shocking. The book is The Parallel Election. The author is Greg Stentrum, Leah Hoops. We've had Leah on. She's one of the first. She's one of the very first people we had on when uh, when Rudy and uh, and Mastriano and all had that had in Gettysburg had the big uh, hearing that kind of kicked this all off. Leah, we got about a minute before we're going to break. We'll hold you guys over. Just give me the give me the summary. What, what is the book about? Why is this so shocking? And why is Bill Barr eventually going to get rolled up in this, ma'am? So, uh, good morning. And our book is specifically about the massive uh, election fraud that we had witnessed in Delaware County, Pennsylvania. Uh, we were harassed, intimidated, threatened. And it's our two-year uh, firsthand experience of exactly what we went through, who was involved, and uh, exactly the hard evidence that we have been trying to get out there to the public because we knew it was going to be suppressed by the courts and by the media. So I can't thank you enough, Steve, for having us on today. Well, no, this is for, let's go to break. We're going to come back. We're kind of jammed, but I want to get this. And I know you guys have events all over. And the reason is, is what happened in Delaware County is pretty shocking, right? And we got to get to the bottom of it. Also shows you Bill Barr purged himself when he said he had a report that said there was no, from his U.S. attorney's field offices, that said there was no uh, election fraud. That is a stone-cold lie. Greg Stentrum, Leah Hoops next in the war room. We rejoice when there's no more. Let's take down the CC. War Room Pandemic with Stephen K. Bannon. The epidemic is a demon, and we cannot let this demon hide. War Room Pandemic. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, welcome back. Uh, MyPillow.com, promo code WARROOM. The towel's nineteen ninety eight. normally, what, 45 bucks. So go check it out today. Support the armor-piercing shell that is Mike Lindell. When you go to MyPillow.com, you go to promo code WARROOM, you're on what we call the square. It's got all the buy one, get one freeze, all the sales, all the super discounts. So go check it out uh, today. Hang out there. It's a Saturday, your shopping day. Go hang out there. Remember, you can't go to a big box 
and buy any of the Mike Lindell products. Why? Because of his political, and let's be blunt about it, his religious beliefs, his, his lived Christianity upsets him. These humanist secularists at Walmart pitched him out, right? The same ones that are providing first-class tickets for anybody who wants to go throughout the state, any other state, to have an abortion. So just think about who you're giving your money to. As we keep saying, don't give money to people who hate you and what you stand for. Okay, I want to go back. we got a lot going on. By the way, the mainstream media throughout the world, the New York Times, the 30-minute video, I was going to take the two hours a day and break it down, uh, but we're so jammed with news and newsmakers. We're going to do it throughout the week. Uh, but it's a quite brilliant piece of work. Uh, it's got a lot of snark in there. It says some bad things about you in the audience. But it's quite brilliant about how they've actually deconstructed. They understand what we're doing, and we are doing it. Uh, sorry, not sorry. Okay, we're getting we're getting uh, the deplorables and American citizens and patriots into these counting rooms for free and fair elections. What they're whining about, the whole point is to try to get these Democrats. They have no momentum. They have no surge. It's all phony. It's all fake polls and fake news. And they took their best shot as we walked through the other day, the math in August with all the abortion stuff. And it didn't. It was a glancing blow. The economy's crashing. By the way, Wall Street Journal reporting the five. We warned you about this. We warned you about this. The five trillion dollars in pension funds managed by Wall Street, the five trillion dollars hasn't actually been marked to market. You have no earthy idea the festering sores are in your pension funds because they haven't marked to market the private equity or the venture capital investments that now are down at least 40 or 50% because there's no IPO market. You, you, I'm telling you, this Biden regime has crashed the American economy. It is a created crisis of both their monetary policy through the Fed and their fiscal policy. And right now they're up there talking about another trillion and a half dollar deficit spending for this year that uh, they don't understand they're not going to be able to finance it. We're going to have a sovereign debt crisis in this country. Elections have consequences, and stolen elections have catastrophic consequences. In Delaware County, Pennsylvania, it is a shocking story. The parallel elections, a book you got to get, it, it reads like a crime novel. Uh, it's Greg Stentrum, uh, Naval Academy grad, and Leah Hoops. Leah was one of the first people we interviewed after the Gettysburg uh uh, Gettysburg investigation, our guest hearing put on by Mastriana and others with Rudy Giuliani back in, I think it was November, November of 20, uh, 2020, right after the election, right after the steal was obvious. Greg, real quickly, just walk us through the theory of the case. We're going to do a lot more in this book and drill down with you guys and break it down, but just give me the theory of the case. How was the election stolen in Delaware County, sir? We have evidence, hard evidence, you evidence, a Put in house ballot on the house. Yeah, okay. I tell you what, we have to, we have to, we have to reboot him. Leah, we Greg's coming in and now. Can you take it? Just walk us through in sixty seconds the theory of the case. How was it stolen? Absolutely. So they had uh, put into the mix one hundred and twenty thousand fake ballots. And what ended up happening was they scanned them through and we were unable to observe them because they kept us out of canvassing rooms and obfuscated the entire process. Uh, it happened inside the huge counting center where they made it look like it was, you know, this kabuki theater is what we said. And what they ended up doing was they ended up so-called losing 47 USB sticks. And then once they found the V drives, then they inserted the actual votes that they needed. Delaware County was the last uh, one of the last counties, actually it was the last county 
to uh, give the state their uh, information. So we were one of four counties that you know give okay, our we're going we're going to get into okay we're going to get into a lot more of the details in the coming week uh, because but I Bill McSwain they just had this for you request we had Jeff Clark on here 2 days ago talking about the for you request all the everybody reported that they hadn't done any work right so Bill Barr is caught at line but the eastern district of Pennsylvania under Bill McSwain and Bill McSwain sent a letter to Trump saying hey well, I had stuff but I was told to stand down by main justice Bill Barr is, is this part of, is Delaware County fall within his purview? It sure does. Greg was on the phone with him November 7th and Bill McSwain was ready to come in and we said that we would get the forensic imaging and uh, Bill McSwain was told to stand down. And I just, I did see that interview with Jeffrey Clark and that's the hold, main hold, reason. Hold on, but hang, hang, hang on Leah, hang on Leah. Bill Barr in his book says he got a report from the uh, from the field offices the u.s attorneys involved that there was no voter fraud he then i think he testified to j6 committee under oath that there was no voter fraud and he had told president trump this and it was all everything it was a lie are you telling me that greg stentrum uh, actually talked to bill mcswain on the, on the seventh and bill mcswain knew this information you guys had from delaware county and that was part of his that was part of the things he was looking into when he wanted to have the press conference and actually say, here's what we're looking into in Pennsylvania, ma'am? That is correct. Not only was he contacted by Greg on November 7th, but we also wrote a certified letter to Bill McSwain, to Josh Shapiro and District Attorney Jack Stolzheimer demanding that they investigate into Delaware County, Pennsylvania. So yes, Bill you're, McSwain has you're the information. Hang on, you're actually saying now that the, the, the individual running for governor of the Commonwealth was notified about this? Did, did Josh Shapiro come down? Did Josh Shapiro look at your information? Did Josh Shapiro make an inquiry into what you were talking about, voter fraud? No, what Josh Shapiro did was he sent special agents to our homes on November 17, 2020 to investigate us, not to investigate election fraud. Leah, uh, how do people get to the book? How do people get to you and Greg? We'll have you back on uh, next week to go into more detail about this because it's absolutely fascinating. How do people get to the book and how they get to you two guys together and individually? Sure. So it is www.parallelelection.com. And uh, you can also find us on Gregory Stentrum's uh, co-founded social media, www.patriot.online. And you can also find me on Telegram, Leah Hoops, the Delta Patriot. Leah, thank you very much for joining us here in the War Room. Look forward to drilling down more on Delaware County, Pennsylvania. Thank you so much, Steve. Bill Barr's got a problem. Bill Barr's problem is Bill McSwain. Bill Barr's problem is you have a U.S. attorney that said not just in Delaware County, he had other issues, particularly in Philadelphia, with the mail-in ballots and the envelopes of the ballots. Bill McSwain had big problems, and he notified the president there were big problems, and Bill Barr's lied. And that's why when they had this information request, I think it was from Epic Times, reporter Epic Times, the one U.S. attorney that has not reported yet is the Eastern District of Pennsylvania. It's going to be quite interesting to have, see what Bill McSwain has to say about this because Bill Barr is a stone-cold liar. There was no, I've said this from the beginning. There was no report done. He has no report. There is no, he said he had a report. There's no report. It's in his book he said he had it. He told the president he had it, right? He's testified under oath that he had it. And it was all dismissed, nothing there. That is a stone-cold lie. Okay, let's go out to Washington 3, uh, Joe uh, Kent. And here's what I want to say is that 
we're surging right now because the issue set is ours. Crime, the border, the economy, inflation, uh, illegal immigration. We're up 15, 19, 20, 23. So that we had the right issue set. The electorate's turning out. They're, they're listening. The, elect, the issue set the Democrats have are not really involved in their daily lives. You're seeing the surge in, 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 uh, with Joe Kent. Joe, I want to talk about that. What are you seeing out there? Because quite frankly, the NRCC is telling us they're putting money into three or four congressional races in Oregon because the people in Oregon and people around Portland have had a belly full of this. Uh, Joe Kent, what's up? We're just to the north of Portland, Oregon, in my district, Washington 3. And so we have a lot of the same issues. And look, the Democrats, they can't hide from what they've done to this economy. Biden killing off our energy sector drove this cycle of inflation that we're living through that's stealing eight to $10,000 per year from American working families. People understand that at a very basic level, and they are furious about it. Crime here in the Pacific Northwest and all up and down the West Coast, and I think pretty much every urban center in America, crime is out of control at the federal level. That's because the border's wide open. We have fentanyl getting pumped into our district. The DEA just released a bulletin this last week that has this fentanyl that is shaped as Skittles and as lollipops targeting our children. The photos they used were captured in more Multnomah County. That's Portland, Oregon. That's right across the river, moving up the I-5 corridor into our district. So the Democrats can solely own this. They understand the, the American people, especially in the district, they understand this is all because of Democrat policies of open border. And then here at the local level, we basically had crime decriminalized, possessing drugs, running from the police. All of this is very is legal right now because of what the Democrats have done. Recently, the Democrats took away the ability to put away felons using the three strikes and you're out clause. They're starting to let go violent criminals to include child murderers because they were convicted under the three strikes and you're out clause. So the American people, they see this at every level. They see what they're doing to our children in the classrooms with this groomer ideology. And so the Democrats, they can't run from the Biden Pelosi Democrat agenda. So all they can do is attack us on these silly personal issues or try and make abortion the number one issue. That's why we're winning because we're out there talking about real issues of real solutions. And by the way, it's 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 feeding down into Oregon, right? Because they're they're hearing they, they've seen Joe Kent, and now it's feeding over. This is one hand washing the other. This is how we have a massive win. You stick to it. You get people out. It's all grassroots. People understand so we have the right issue set. I want to put up. Do we have the tweet, uh, Denver? And, and this is by the way, he has internal polling that shows this. We've looked at the NRCC polling, but I don't. I, let's not use that. Let's use uh, and Joe describe to us what this tweet says. This is this is a this is a progressive group, a polling group, and it's got you up what almost four points. Yeah, up by almost four, according to the Progressive Institute of Washington State. So this is a very left-leaning organization, obviously, and they have me up by about three or four. If you look in the, in the cross-tab, we didn't see all the cross-tabs, but if you look at the sample size, it looks like they drew from our major uh, urban county, Clark County, which is right across from Portland, um, which is, despite what most people will think, it, it's actually very conservative, but it is probably our furthest left-leaning uh, county. I think our rural districts, Lewis County, Cowlitz County, Skamania, I think they are very undersurveyed. Actually, as a matter of fact, when I talked to folks in these rural districts, I was just up in Lewis last night, none of them ever get surveyed. And because Biden has labeled Republicans and Trump supporters as domestic terrorists, I think when they do get called by a pollster, they're not going to answer. So with the, yeah. the data coming out of the left, we're feeling pretty confident we're going to keep working hard. 
I just want to make sure because we walked through this with the NRCC guys, with the team Elise, with the great uh, Alex DeGrasse, uh, that the Democrats took their best shot in July and August, and you guys held your powder, took the incoming, but it was really on abortion, abortion, abortion. That's just not playing when people's lives are here. And also the politics of personal destruction. They come after you with everything. Right now, it looks like where we stand now, if, if Joe Kent just keeps driving like he's driving, uh, we might be able to win this, correct? Absolutely, Steve. We feel like the momentum's on our side. We feel like the issues are on our side. What the Democrats have done to this country, they cannot run from. They can't attack us enough. I've been attacked relentlessly. They spent $8 million against me in the primary, and I'm still here. I'm still standing. That says that the base, the people that are out there that are paying attention, they understand when one guy is getting attacked the hardest, that's probably who you should take a look at because he's a threat to the establishment. So we're going to continue to drive hard on these issues. Joe Kent, how do people get to your campaign, sir, and find out more about you? JoeKentForCongress.com. I still need everyone's support. We had to spend most of our money in that hard-fought primary, so anything they can, the posse can contribute, greatly appreciated. I'm heading out the door. I'm going to be all over Clark County today, so hope to see you out there. Amen, brother. Go follow Joe Kent right now. Find out where he's going to be around. Warrant Kent, thank you very much, brother. Fighting a good fight. Short break. Naomi Wolf, huge news at Liberty House. Huge news on vaccines next. Getter has arrived. The new social media taking on big tech, protecting free speech, and canceling cancel culture. Join the marketplace of ideas. The platform for independent thought has arrived. Superior technology. No more selling your personal data. No more censorship. No more cancel culture. Enough. Getter has arrived. It's time to say what you want the way you want. Download now. Okay, everybody get up on Getter. In fact, we're doing a, a live special this afternoon from Rome about uh, this uh, the surge in the race uh, with Giorgia Maloney, uh, the Brothers of Italy. But we're talking about all the politics. Have a panel of amazing experts hosted by Ben Harnwell. Also be, be on CNN, Fried Zakara, coming hard after the war room. And yours truly about uh, being one of the people stirring the pot over there for this, uh, for Georgia Maloney's uh, victory. So make sure we'll put the CNN story up. Uh, Ben's going to join us in the second hour. Um, Want to go to Naomi Wolf. It's the kickoff for Liberty House. We got a team of heroes there. We're going to have hopefully in short segments throughout the second hour, we got Claire Dooley. We have Dr. Alexander. We have Dr. Jeffrey Tucker. Uh, we have um, uh, what Reggie Littlejohn. It's so what's going on. Is this, is this like uh is this like children's health? Is this like slumber party uh, for uh, for anti-vax heroes for truth tellers? What's going What's going on at Liberty House? It's de- it's de- I mean what, the way I just described it is a slumber party for um, for revolutionary war heroes, um, but it could be described in any number of other ways. It you know there's so much bad news we cover or that I bring you. I kind of feel guilty sometimes because I'm always kind of updating the apocalypse and how we're being targeted in horrible ways. But this is really good news. This is the inaugural weekend of this um, beautiful um, place, a house, Liberty House, um, that is going to host and welcome um, grassroots leaders, community leaders, thought leaders, um, you know, the next generation, basically keep the ideals of liberty alive in various, various ways and bring people together because uh, we are weaker when we're uh, separated. And um, there's you, so much strength. You, you, so, so we're gonna we're gonna have we're gonna have some of the all stars and give a lot more about Liberty House. But I just got to get because we're current time. You keep saying bad news, but quite frankly, 
Ma'am, the news I've seen recently is actually, I think, yeah. great news because now the world's waking up to what Naomi Wolf and Dr. Malone and these other heroes have been warned about. I go to the Gateway Pundit, huge victory. New York City's largest police union wins vaccine mandate case. What is going on yeah, here? Why, why do we seem to be winning? Either people are ditching. I just saw the other day what 1.2% of Americans have taken the booster. I think you're winning, ma'am. I think what you're bringing is actually good news. <laughs> What's going on? Yeah, I mean, it, it, you're right, actually. And, and this last week has been extraordinary. There's been like dominoes, you know, big decisions in our direction, people are fleeing. And your war room posse, you know, count them in among the Revolutionary War heroes because they did not give up and they made the change. They brought the material to their doctors. They told their neighbors and that's how you get real social change. So this is gigantic. Uh, New York City's largest police union won on Friday a, va a vaccine mandate case. A New York City judge ruled vaccine mandates, quote, invalid. And it's not just that a judge um, in New York uh, gave the Police Benevolent Association the uh, decision that the mandate was far broader and more coercive than similar measures. It couldn't stand. But it's the scathing tone that this judge used in, in just shutting down argument after argument after argument for mandates. And the union spokesperson said, the city has provided no explanation for the need to violate autonomy and privacy of NYPD officers in such a severe manner. And what's super beautiful to me as someone who studies language is that the judge echoed that, echoed that language in his ruling. He said, there's no, you know, ordered, you can't use this as a condition for employment, ordered. The mandate is invalid because it goes beyond what's prescribed by law. And so he's basically saying it's totally what, illegal. What, we're yeah. going to we're going to get into the next week with you because it's shocking when they said no evidence was shown. I mean, how we get in the situation real right. quickly with all the mainstream media and CNN and let's get all. And by the way, now, as you know, fashion, they're just on streaming. They're not on the live broadcast anymore. The one point two percent have taken the booster. What an epic fail. Naomi Wolf, <laughs> give me your assessment of that. that I mean, it's, it's yeah, stunning. What, the advertising and the. That's, so so what happened? Well, you know, I have to, again, credit the war room posse and these, you know, I mean, a lot of things happen, right? But but I have to note that after Amy Kelly um, presented a series of, of uh, reports about horrible harms to male sexual health, just to put it euphemistically, suddenly people began fleeing. And, you know, again, I never can show cause effect. I never have a smoking gun, but we've been doing such comprehensive reporting on damage to women, damage to babies, damage to placentas, and then damage to potency, you know, damage to little boys' um, ability to grow into a healthy adult male with normal male secondary sex characteristics. And I think when you hear a story like that, or if it gets through at all, you're like, okay, I'm going to pass on that booster. Um, but I think that, you know, culturally there are tipping points and, and you were relentless um, they were relentless. Uh, the dissident doctors have been relentless. And people are seeing people get hurt, you know, and, and parents are talking, colleagues are talking. So I think all of these things came together, which often happens in a cultural shift. Uh, but the line is that the acceptance of these vaccines has gone from 60 plus to 40 plus percent and now to 1.3 percent according to the wall street journal and the fact that the wall street um, journal is even recording that is powerful it's powerful 
real quickly, how do people find you today at, at Liberty House on Getter and also Daily Cloud and how they get the book? So um, you can follow me at Dr. Naomi R. Wolf on Getter. Uh, and the book is The Bodies of Others um, from All Seasons Press. You can get it on Amazon, Barnes Noble, your local bookstore. Uh, and Daily Cloud is where all the reports are that made it absolutely impossible for judges to say, good idea, inject New York's bravest, um, you know, good idea, inject it into little kids or that, that decision is coming. So um, that's where all the evidence is of what a horrific crime this continues to be against human beings. And thank you so much, Steve and War Room Posse. Like I'm talking directly to War Room Posse. You know, you are so powerful. You have changed this country and you've saved so many lives. And now you've saved the, you know, the police of New York City, um, and which is huge. Uh, those brave first responders. And next up, we've got the firefighters and, you know, the other first responders. But this is such a blessing that um, no one has done more for than the ballroom posse. And again, Bannon, Mr. Bannon, thank well, you so much for your We couldn't have done. Amy Kelly, you, Daily Cloud, you were the guys at the tip of the spear. We're going to go back to Liberty House through the second hour. Okay. We're going to take a short commercial break. Go to Daily Cloud. Was it .io. Short break. Darren Beatty up in a big, big, big time. Alex Jones is going to join us next in the war. War Room Posse, you already know free speech is under constant attack by the swamp and their big tech allies. They resell your communications and personal data while lecturing and laughing at you. I've got the solution. Unplugged Systems, a secure communications company, has an app suite you can install on any Android phone, including its own uncancelable app store, VPN, antivirus, and highly encrypted messenger, better than Wicker, Signal, Telegram, or anything else. None of your message or VPN traffic is stored, analyzed, or sold. Claim your security for only $10 a month. Go to their website, unplugged.com. That's unplugged.com slash warroom to install the Unplugged Suite. It's secure. It's private. It's the way we stay connected and informed. Get it now. Take action, action, action. Use your agency. They put Peter Navarro in leg irons for simply doing his constitutional duty. Now they want to put Peter in prison for standing up for Donald Trump. Please go to Amazon right now and order Taking Back Trump's America to help fund Peter's legal defense. Taking Back Trump's America provides a critical MAGA blueprint to put Trump back in the White House in 2024. Buy Taking Back Trump's America on Amazon today. If they can put Peter Navarro in prison, they can come for all of us. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. 
Use the code WARROOM at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. And do it again. WARROOM HEALTH, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there. Do it today. Check it out. 